start with one thing and only one thing don't mm. worry about whether it is working for you or not essentially the the reason why i say that is for it to even reap results it will take you a good 6 months to know whether it's your thing or not you know mm. it's easy to get uh, you know carried away with the noise that you see in the world of internet right now everyone is shouting at your ears to you know purchase their product you know that will give you the life that you are looking at the lambos that you want to purchase the mansions that you want to win but essentially mm. if you if you cannot spend a little time on trying to figure out whether it's that your thing or not you will end up like another vamsi panala Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that has grown several businesses into seven and eight figure companies, as well as the founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where we help startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. And if you ever need help with yours, just go to strategymeeting.com and grab some time with us to chat. Now, today we have another great guest on the episode, Vamsi Panala I think it's close, and I, I I was worried when we talked beforehand that I was going to mess up the the pronunciation, but I'll give it my best. That's my best go of it. Um, but Vamsi, so he was um, in the corporate world for about thirteen years. He was in spe- or I think sales and marketing, and then uh, changed over uh, uh, changed over to another company for about seven years. It was on the educational business. Um, and then was in the U.S., went back to India, and decided to jump into his own startup and uh, didn't have a direction. He'll dive into it, wasted a bit of money with uh, courses and trying to figure out how to best approach it before he had an idea um, while playing badminton with his wife. And that uh, will lead to where he's at today. So without stealing too much of his thunder, welcome onto the podcast. Thank you so much, Devin. Um, and thanks for having me. I was looking forward to be on this podcast. Yeah. So thank you for coming on. And so let's chat a little bit about uh, your journey and kind of uh, taking us back in time. So you're working with corporate world for a while. What did you do with corporate? And then kind of walk us through a bit of your journey. So um, I I finished my engineering in, all, uh, in the year 2006. And mm-hmm. um, I was preparing for my uh, IELTS. Uh, and I wanted to go and do master's in, in, uh, in Europe. But uh, life had a different uh, path for me. And um, mm. there was this time where um, some kind of uh, gap between when I had to apply for my master's was this, uh, when I kind of passed out. So I, I took that six months of time for me to kind of polish some skills for myself to be able to make use of that when I go back for my master's. And it will be helpful during my part time and all that kind of stuff. So Fast forward from there, I got into my first job um, during that six months gap that I had between when I passed out versus when I was planning to go find my master's. And I was earning pretty well within that six months itself. So I was in two minds whether I have to go spend almost 35, 40,000 pounds on my master's versus what I was already doing at that point. So Mm -hmm. that didn't, that was very, and, and what I was doing was a clear winner. So I, I I kind of gave uh, um, uh, a back to what I was um, deciding to go and do with my master's. So uh, I, I, I dropped that decision and then I started to continue to work in my job that I was at that point. So from there, I uh, moved on to a couple of other jobs and overall I had spent about 13 years in the corporate world and 
from day one to the the day I left the uh, job, uh, it was all about sales and marketing for me. That's been my expertise. And when um, I left my last job under very uh, unexpected circumstances, uh, this was just a six month stint. I mean, not even six months, about five five and a half months of stint with them. Uh, there was a huge disconnect essentially with respect to what they were expecting versus what I was seeing on the ground. Mm. So. Um, I, I, I called it quits. Uh, I had two options at that point. Uh, either you go and pick up another job or, you know, uh, look at something that you can build on your own, you know, build your own empire. So entrepreneurship that way has been on top of my head for almost like two, two and a half years at that point. But while, while, while the thought was there, I didn't really had the opportunities to go and explore one because I was happy with what I was doing till my last job was. And, uh, I know the kind of people that I was working with and the kind of role that I was offered. So all mm. of that was going well. But when this moment came, um, I kind of took a break for about 30, 30 to 33 days because I didn't want it to jump on another decision only to figure out that it was as similar to the last one. So mm. I kind of took a break, spent a really good time with my family. My son was only one year old at that point. So didn't had any long breaks in my 13 years ever, no, not for one month for sure. Mm. So when the day the when the day came that I had to kind of sit down and decide what I wanted to do with my life at that point, I wrote down all the pros and cons about going for a job versus going to uh, you know pick up entrepreneurship. Almost everything was coming on the side of entrepreneurship because I had no debts, I had no mortgage, I didn't even had a credit card till eight months, uh, so I didn't had anyone to pay as it is. My son mm. was only mm. one year old. I didn't had to bother about his tuition, his school. And all that kind of other personal uh, commitments that you probably have to also consider uh, when you take decisions like these. So uh, I jumped, I took the plunge and, Mm. um, you know, uh, but I don't know, I mean, if every entrepreneur uh, would start a journey like what I did, but uh, I, I got into this world without anyone telling me what I should be doing, where I should be heading, what is my niche. Who am I even serving had absolutely no clue about any of this. I mean, any of this. So, so let me ask one question. So you, you kind of, you worked for corporate, was it 13 years or how many, mm-hmm. sorry, 13 years. And, you know, that's a good, a good amount of time. And you, and then you, you kind of always wanted to do an entrepreneur thing, but you know, one thing, nice steady paycheck and ability to have an income and to have a job and get experience and all those things kind of kept you a bit in the corporate world. And then, as things changed, as you know, as you uh, or, or, or left the corporate job and you're kind of weighing, do I go get another job versus do I go do my own thing? You know, and, and you kind of talked a little about the pros and the cons and how I did that. Did you when you decided, OK, I'm going to go do my own thing, do the entrepreneur thing and do that. Did you have an idea of what you wanted to do for the business and where you wanted to go? Or you simply just knew, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur. Now I had to figure out what type of business or what I'm going to do. Kind of how did you make it? Was that part of the decision? Huh. So, um, so one of the, uh, one of the persons, I mean, uh, I, I, he's, he's almost like a mentor to me uh, right now and has been a mentor for quite a uh, few years uh, from now. Mm. So he was an affiliate marketer while he's, he's in India and um, you know, he does uh, e-commerce, drop shipping, CPA, affiliate marketing, all that kind of stuff. So he was one of the uh, people who was helping us with running ads for uh, my my last second job where I 
significantly spend that seven years of my tenure. So I used to kind of get, um, you know, motivated from the kind of money he was making, the kind of language he speaks, because marketing from his perspective was very different from the marketing I used to do in the corporate world. I mean, two different sides of the coin, right? So, mm. um, so that kind of, uh, you know, uh, brought me into this world. And uh, I started with affiliate marketing. So I knew I wanted to do affiliate marketing, but essentially, you know, as you may know, there are multiple facets to doing affiliate marketing as well. You could uh, do a ClickBank kind of a thing. You could do a CPA kind of offers. You could probably um, pick up uh, something like an active campaign, a ClickFunnels kind of a SaaS company and just be their affiliate and still make tons of money, right? Mm. So there were multiple um, you know, ways of doing it, but still as someone who didn't had huge knowledge around how affiliate marketing works, I was really lost in that world, you know? Mm. Uh, didn't really knew how to pick up the right kind of offers, how you have to build your lead magnets, build your tribe, you know, start your own Facebook groups, you know, provide value. So there is a, there is a method to that madness as well, which I didn't really know at that point. Today, if you ask me, yeah, probably I know how you should build an affiliate business for yourself. But um, 22 months, 2022 20, months down the line, if I, if I go back and talk about what I was at that point, absolutely mm -hmm. had no clue in terms of what I was doing. So in, in that whole process of trying to figure out what is that thing which is going to give me that success so that I can start building on top of it and then run with it for the next few years. Mm. I started chasing shiny objects like there is no tomorrow. I was just jump, jumping ships one after the other. I mean, every two months, I mm. would get into a new opportunity. So I started off with affiliate marketing. Two mm. months into two, two and a half months into it, I realized that it would probably be good six eight months even before i see my first dollar online and mm. uh it, with in in terms of how much you are spending your time your efforts and the, the bandwidth that you want to put in it might even be one year even two years before you see any money from from that affiliate marketing business so mm. i kind of paused it i didn't give up but i know that this was a long game that if i had to get into so i kind of paused and i was um and I kind of got introduced to this world of, um, you know, ClickFunnels, if you know uh, that company. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got into this one funnel away challenge, which everyone was raving about. And uh, it's a good program. Uh, absolutely no questions around that. But so mm -hmm. I got into that funnel world and, um, you know, then, then started seeing people flashing their income screenshots about how they were making tons of money from just helping people design funnels using click funnels i was like this shouldn't be really a lot of uh, you know stress to do something like this so i got into a program where uh, you could learn how to design funnels for uh, other businesses i uh, probably did about uh, five to six challenges then realized that i don't have the design bone in me then gave that up then mm -hmm. I got into doing uh, Facebook lives, um, you know, um, summarizing a couple of books that I really love, dot-com secrets and expert secrets. And that mm -hmm. kind of brought a lot of people asking them, uh, asking me to help them with their marketing consultations. So I thought this is probably the break that I was looking for because that is what I have been doing in the corporate world for quite some time. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, either they, they had little or no money to pay me for the amount of work that they wanted to get done. So that kind of died a short death, uh, even before I uh, started seeing what I could do with that. So mm. there was the series of shiny objects that I was chasing. And this was till April, 2020. Mm. Right. 
and uh, when the world was uh, under the complete lockdown at that point um, i mean of so almost let everything. me just ask one quick question maybe to follow up yeah. so you had all these different shiny objects was it you know was it the, the shiny objects were really not what they appeared meaning they you know they were kind of not worthwhile programs to invest in or was it more that you find out hey this wasn't the kind of thing i wanted to do or kind of what was it the you know you kind of jump between a few different shiny objects or trying things out figuring out they didn't work was it more of hey these are kind of crap you know for lack of a better word crappy programs that really aren't going to go anywhere and they're just taking my money and they're they're not providing much value or is hey they are providing value but this isn't the right fit for me kind of what made you jump between each of them and how did you kind of decide that they weren't for you in fact in fact it was a combination of both i would say uh, i spent about $9000 combined uh, you know buying in a lot of different courses some of them were top notch some of them were really you know crappy in terms of the quality and all that kind of stuff right so but the the major ones that i kind of really got into i i got into consciously trying to know that this is what i am trying to do but that didn't really make the cut i was not enjoying the process of what i was going through so for example the funnel building thing mm. i knew it would probably would have made money for me but i was not enjoying that creative process which i am not uh, as such as a person so i had mm. to give up you know similarly with uh, uh, a direct sales opportunity that i got into in fact it was shaping really well this is a um, healthcare device that uh, helps you with your uh, microcirculation and all that stuff when mm. it was really shaping up well covid came in and um, i mean like any other business it just washed me out as well so that didn't uh, work out the way and i spent about 5000 dollars on that product so mm. so i don't know i mean if things were you know happening i mean I, i i strongly believe that things happen for a reason so maybe you know uh, that 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 had its own uh, destiny in terms of how it had to happen but as such um, you know there were a few things which i was consciously trying to do but didn't feel like this is what is this is something that i am made for and there were certain things which i was seriously interested in building myself but uh, i encountered some really crappy programs and uh, just ended up burning my fingers and nothing else so so now you go through and and that certainly makes sense was insightful so now you go through and you said okay some of these programs are just not worthwhile investment they're going to take too long or they don't have the value or they're not they don't really have the return that they they offer that they said they would so you kind of go through a number of these programs and then how did you kind of land on where you're at today i think when we talked a little bit before you were playing uh or playing squash with your wife or you were um outdoor doing outdoor activity with her or badminton that's what it was part not squash but badminton and you had an idea that came up and so how did you kind of after going through a number of ones that didn't look like they're going to work or either because you didn't want it you know didn't wasn't the right fit or they weren't the right value how did you kind of land on where you're you're headed to where you're at today yeah so when when covid happened i was actually seeing a lot of people like me in the market uh, essentially people who were losing jobs wanted to become entrepreneurs were really highly aspirational in terms of trying to do something on their own but didn't really had the direction no one telling them how they should be doing the stuff that they are probably interested in that is when i thought hey i have i have spent long time networking with some of the six seven figure entrepreneurs that i have been a part of those communities that i was engaging with why don't i bring them on a common platform like a virtual summit where i can ask them what is it that is working for them even during uh, uh, a pandemic like this they are still able to make the money and uh, 
you know, still they're, they're still in the business while a lot of people have been pushed out of their business forever. Mm. So I, I went, I, I went down uh, after the session and I started messaging to those few people that I know at least would respond to my messages. And uh, the thing was that I have personally been a part of a couple of summits as a participant. So I know what the kind of value, if you have done it right way, it provides immense value to people who are uh, going to watch it as a participant. So I wanted to do something similar to what I was a part of. So mm. I started reaching out to people and um, I wanted to do a small summit because I, I never been a virtual summit expert as it is. I didn't even know what, what it uh, kind of shows up in the backend in terms of the, the tech stuff, the payment integrations, the membership sites, the funnels, the copy and all that kind of stuff, which is a little overwhelming for someone like me who has no prior knowledge of what I was doing. Mm. So I wanted to do something as little as 10 to 15 speakers because that probably was also my bandwidth at that point. So I started sending out messages only with a, a very strong belief that everyone is going to say no because I'm not just asking for a 30 minutes of their time. I'm also asking them to push their calendars if it was already blocked. They had mm. to spend a little more time beyond that 30 minutes to prepare for the presentation, do all that kind of stuff. So I know I was very confident that out of 10, 15 people that I'm going to message, at least one or two are only going to say yes to it. And we, which I, which I was okay. I was, I was ready to put the work because there was nothing working out for me anyway. So mm. I started doing the outreach and uh, to my surprise, I was receiving more yeses than the no's I was expecting back. You know, mm. maybe it was because of the time and a lot of people, in fact, when I asked them what eventually I actually made you to come on my virtual summit as a speaker, they said, the goal with which you were trying to do that summit really moved us. You know, that's what a unanimous, um, mm. uh, you know, uh, feedback that I kind of got from each one of them. So that what I thought was going to be a 10, 15 member virtual summit eventually turned into a 35 member virtual summit. Oh, cool. So now, and so now you do the first, and I think that, you know, that's, that's, that's a, a great launch or, you know, great way to get the virtual kicked off is to have more people saying yes and more people are participating than they anticipated. So now you, you kick off the virtual summit and when did you hold that one or what was the date that you did that? 13th of August last year. So you did 13th of August of last year, 2020, and now you're saying, okay, so is this uh, now the direction you're planning your next virtual summit or you're going to, you know, kind of building the business around it of how to do virtual summits and help out those people that are in the similar boat to you or kind of where do you see the next six to 12 months going for you? So one of the things that I saw, Devin, is that after I did the retrospection in terms of what eventually worked for me when I actually came into this corporate world as a sales and to the entrepreneurial world as a sales and marketing expert versus what I actually happened to me after I did the virtual summit. The mm. difference was that people, everyone in their business are an expert of what they are doing in the, in the world of entrepreneurship, but it eventually needs you to do a lot of push marketing every single month. Otherwise you will be out of your business uh, within no time. Versus someone who is an authority in what they are doing, even if they take a couple of months of break and they come back and uh, launch one offer, people still want to hold on to that offer, right? So that's yeah. the kind of difference that I have seen. And then I realized that if I can help as many entrepreneurs as possible transition from this expert what they are in their business to an authority in what they are doing, that would allow them to impact more people with what they are doing because that's what everyone comes into uh, entrepreneurship with, you know, trying to 
change more lives with the kind of product service the expertise that they bring to the table and not only that because you become an authority in what you are doing you don't have to do push marketing anymore you have to do you will only do pull marketing right mm. and uh, you will be able to charge more for your courses for your coaching programs for your masterminds for your inner circles whatever you are doing so that transition if i can help as many entrepreneurs as possible within my bandwidth was was the mission that i had and i only saw virtual summit to begin with as one of the tools which will not only allow you to build a huge email list for your business it mm. will help you position yourself as an authority in your business it will uh, allow you to hang out with the biggest influencers in your niche it will give you opportunities to do joint ventures with with the speakers that you got on the summit and most importantly and these are things that happened to me personally there might be other things that will also happen which may not have happened with me and mm. the other big thing other two big things that i i also saw with only virtual summits that i can that you can do is it will allow you to sign up as a affiliate for their high ticket programs which are otherwise by invite only you know they mm. because the speakers see the kind of work that you are putting in the amount of marketing that is putting into taking it to as many people as possible they want to have their products promoted to your list so that way they can leverage your list as well right and mm. most importantly with all the other things that we just discussed there's no lead magnet out there which will bring you email list which will do all these four five things that i'm talking about and also help you make money tons of money because mm. you are also selling tickets as a part of your virtual summit as well so this is probably i thought is the best tool out there on the internet right now which can help entrepreneurs who have already got the start or where whatever position they are in their business right now if with a little work with with a little amount of money and bandwidth if they can spare will catapult their business to a next level mm. no i think that makes that makes perfect sense well there's uh, plenty of more things that we could discuss and uh, never have as much time as we'd always want to discuss them so with, as we rush towards the end of the podcast i'm going to jump to the two questions i always ask at the end of each podcast um so the first question um along your journey what, and you may have already touched on it a bit but what was the worst business decision you ever made and what did you learn from it worst business decision i've ever made is not to hire a co- i mean not to hire a coach mm. i mean you need to have a coach i mean for for two simple reasons one they would exactly tell you where you want to go because they would they would listen you out in terms of what you want to do in your business and those are the people who have already walked that path so it's easy for you to not go through the same roadblock same constraints that they have already experienced so they will tell you exactly what not to do so mm. that way not having a coach was the biggest uh, wrong decision i mean i would not say wrong decision but it it would have been ideal for me to start with having someone to tell me where i should be going versus trying to uh, you know do everything on my own so that that's something that i would say was a bad decision No, and I think that that's, you know, and, and as entrepreneurs, a lot of times you kind of take the, hey, I can, I know everything or I can figure everything out. And I, you know, I don't need anybody else's help type of a thing. And to your point, I think that there's some things that as an entrepreneur, hopefully you do do very well. You don't need other people's help. And there are other things that certainly you need help, people's help along the way as they're going to provide that value and that benefit to move, to move your business forward. So now as we jump to the second question, which is if you're talking to, and maybe it dovetails a little bit with the mistake you made, but you know, second question, if you're talking to someone that's just getting into a startup or a small business, what would be the one piece of advice you'd give them? Start with one thing and only one thing. 
don't mm. worry about whether it is working for you or not essentially the, the reason why i say that is for it to even reap results it will take you a good 6 months to know whether it's your thing or not you know mm. it's easy to get uh, you know carried away with the noise that you see in the world of internet right now everyone is shouting at your ears to you know purchase their product you know that will give you the life that you are looking at the lambos that you want to purchase the mansions that you want to win but essentially mm. if you if you cannot spend a little time on trying to figure out whether it's that your thing or not you will end up like another vamsi panala you know you would just go jump ships one after the other uh, you know within no time and you would realize that you wasted tons of money tons of time tons of energy only to realize that you have not moved an inch from where you were standing almost okay. 20 months ago right so that that's that's basically what i uh, tell to people who are starting out no i think and i think that's great advice and i think it's certainly something that people should take to heart well as we wrap up as a uh, people want to find out more whether it's to join your seminars whether it's to find out more about how to run you know to run a virtual summit they want to be your next employee your next investor your next best friend any or all of the above what's the best way to connect up with you or find out more oh, they can uh, book a free strategy call with me they can go to calendly.com/vamsipannala that's the url Mm-hmm. um so i would i would really love to talk to other entrepreneurs what they are doing i i love listening to their stories because i believe each entrepreneur story is like the the fingerprints that we have everyone is unique everyone mm-hmm. has a very different story so i love listening to their stories and that's one of the reasons why i started my podcast as well authority entrepreneurs where i interview uh, entrepreneurs like you on their journeys their success their failures so people listening to it can implement that in their business as well so people can book a call with me uh, it's calendly.com/vamshipanala that's the that's the url all right well i definitely encourage people to book a call and uh, connect up with you well thank you again <coughs> excuse me thank you again for coming on it was fun to hear your journey it was a pleasure Now for all the listeners out there, if you have uh, your journey to tell and you'd like to come on and apply to be a guest on the podcast, feel free to go to inventiveguest.com and apply to be on the show. If you're a listener, also make sure to one, click subscribe so you get notifications as all our episodes come out, and two, also leave us a great review if you love the if you like the episode or love the podcast. And last but not least, if you ever uh, need help with patents and trademarks, reach out to us at Miller IP Law by going to strategymeeting.com. We're always here to help. Thank you again Vamzi that was fun to have you on and wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last. Thank you so much Devin it was a pleasure uh, being on your show and uh, looking forward to many more conversations like this. Perfect. <laughs>